0: You are listening to Teacher Talk Tuesdays with Dr. Yvonne, author of Look Who's Talking and countless other educational materials. This podcast is a safe place for teachers to share their incredible stories, struggles, and triumphs. The educational system as we know it has changed, but no worries, Dr. Yvonne is here to help. Now, here's your host, Dr. Yvonne hello hello and good evening thank you for joining this podcast for listening to this podcast i am your host dr yvonne henderson the teacher that talks and i want to talk tonight about post pandemic we have had a lot of issues and we talked about a lot of things in the educational system and how students are changing and how they're not the same, how they haven't learned as much as they could have learned because of the pandemic, that they were out for a year, they took a half a year off, and then the whole next year that they were homeschooled using the technology and they weren't getting anything, they weren't doing anything, and then they come back to school and they don't know how to adjust. We're two years post-pandemic, and we're still having some of the same issues. I don't know if we should be blaming the parents, if we should be blaming the educational system, the school districts, the schools, the teachers, um, or the students. Who should be taking the brunt for all of this? Well, the students are the ones who are suffering. However, we need to make sure that we're not blaming the teachers and we're not blaming the school districts for their students not having what they need. Yes, we are trying to play catch up. Yes, there are things that we're trying to put in place. But there are things that could have been done at home and should have been done at home with students while they were there working. We had a lot of parents who were home and I was teaching that first year when the pandemic first hit and we were home for the remainder of that school year. And then tar- starting into the next school year with the students being partially on online and partially in the classroom and not participating, not showing up, not doing what they needed to do, not turning in work, not turning in assignments, not showing themselves in the cameras when they were supposed to be on the live broadcast, when they were being taught and parents not taking the responsibility and the accountability for their own students not doing what they needed to do and saying that they couldn't do anything with them because they were at home and they were being disrespectful well you know what those same kids are doing the same thing in the classroom so when your teacher calls you and tells you about your child's behavior and what they're doing Let's be a little bit more understanding and communicating with those parents and being able to talk with the parents and try to work out a solution instead of just blaming the school for not doing something or what they need to do. Uh, situation I had just before the break, I was talking to a parent of a child who I had wrote up because of an incident where he put his hands on another student and that parent came to me and wanted to know it. It was like, well, I want to know what was told to you because my child came home and told me something different. Well, of course they did. They're not going to tell you the same thing they told me. So what the parent said was, well, my child has a hard time advocating for himself and he's scared to talk to the teacher. Well, that's something you need to deal with at home. I can't teach your child how to advocate for himself or herself. You need to make sure that you teach your child how to advocate for themselves. And if they can't do that, then they should be able to at least be able to talk to you. However, if you're going to tell a totally different story when you get home, than what happened at the school, and I had a witness, I had another teacher there with me who witnessed the whole situation, who dealt with the communication with the child. So I'm trying to figure out how did the story change? Of course, your child is not going to tell the truth that he popped somebody in the eye because he got rolled up for it. So now you're telling me that your child didn't tell me the truth because he was scared to talk to me? Come on now. We we cannot sit back and give our kids this kind of out or to back our kids on things that they are doing that are completely wrong. And then you want to come up to the school and blame the teacher for your child not being able to tell the truth? So we have to take, you know, take accountability at some point in time and stop trying to blame everything on the teacher and tr- stop trying to blame everything on the school because the school is not doing everything. The school is not doing it. We have to be able to teach our kids how to keep their hands to themselves, to be able to stay in their own space, to stay out of other people's personal space because you shouldn't have been close enough you know, to be able to put your hands on somebody else just because you didn't agree with what they were saying that's not how we handle situations. Even today, I was talking to my kids about how they handle differences. And it got to the point where everybody was like, well, if they don't like me, I don't care. And I'll I'll just put my hands on them. I'll do this. I'll hit them with my purse. I'll I'll do this. Or they're going to have to do something. What does that mean? How did our kids get to be so violent? And was it during the pandemic? Post-pandemic, these kids have been watching video games. They've been watching TV. They've been playing video games, violent video games. And now their behaviors are violent in the school because they don't have that social skill to be able to deal with things going on around them. They're not used to being around other people. They're not used to other people being in their space. They're not used to being able to speak up or say anything. So whose fault is that? We have to be able to teach our kids how to advocate for themselves and how to be able to have decent conversations and communication and knowing how to deal with issues and situations without being violent and without putting their hands on someone else. There is no way in no form, shape, form, or fashion that we're going to allow students to be able to put their hands on somebody. So if that's what's being taught, we can't do that because if everybody do that, we're going to have kids fighting all day long. So we have to understand that even post-pandemic, there's other things that we have to deal with other than just the fact that the academics is lacking. The social skills are lacking. The kids don't know how to communicate with one another. They don't know how to deal with somebody else being in their space. We have a lot of kids who are only, who are only children, that it's just them, so they don't know how to share but yet you want us to be able to put kids in groups to be able to have conversations and they don't know how to talk to one another. There are some things we have to be able to do. And I saw this when I was at the higher grade levels in the middle school and I wanted to see, well, what is going on at the lower grades? So to see if we can fix this trend, what is really happening? And when I get to the lower grades, they're doing the same thing that the kids were doing in the middle school. So is it really the school system? Or is it something else behind it, a deeper thought? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Somebody contact me. Let me know. How do you feel about the the epidemic that's going on right now in our school systems? The fights, they just had it on the news. A six-year-old took a gun, a loaded nine millimeter to school and shot his teacher. The social skills, our kids are not able to adapt. Our kids are not able to deal with social issues and be able to handle that without wanting to go to violence. Why? Because it's what they're watching. It's the games that they're playing. What is happening at home? Who's taking care of them at home to make sure that they have the skills that they need to be able to talk out and to deal with conflict, to be able to deal with differences, to be able to deal with somebody in authority telling you what to do because they used to doing what they want to do at home. So when they come to school and they can't have their way and do what they want to do, they want to, they want to run and they want to go home and get a gun. That That's not how we do it. I had a student today that I re, I corrected and redirected, and he wanted to have a whole temper tantrum. Had to call the parent. The parent had to come get him because our kids are not able to cope in society. With this pandemic, post-pandemic, we need to start looking at our kids' social and emotional um, ability to be able to handle what's going on in society because if we don't get a handle on it now, we're talking about six a six-year-old that's what second grade and, I, and, 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 and fourth graders who are having meltdowns, who are talking about bringing knives to school and wanting to cut somebody because they call them ugly. We have to be able to deal with the social and emotional state of our children, the mental capacity of our kids and what they can handle and what they cannot handle. And we want to talk about putting more on them and stressing them out about taking a test. They can't handle being able to deal with the pressures of being told that their work is incorrect and that they need to fix it without breaking down and crying and you want them to be ready for a test. We have to figure out how to work with our students and be able to get them to the point and the level that they want that they need to be at in order to deal with in society, not just in school right now, but to be able to make it through into society. Because if you can't make it where you are now, you're not going to be able to make it to the next level. We have to understand that our kids are reaching out for help. They're struggling. They're crying for help. They want us to help them. What are we going to do to help them? What are we going to do? They're reaching out, they're crying. I've observed so many different attributes and aspects of our kids that are dangerous, that I see that could be potentially dangerous for our students and for our schools and our districts if we don't get a hold of it and if we don't take care of our kids' mental state. There are some things that are gonna happen that we need to deal with. These kids are not ready for the next level. They're not ready to to be pushed and bombarded with all kinds of things going on other than schoolwork yes we want them to come to school and get an education but are they prepared for that most of them are not and we have to be ready to get them prepared for what it is that they're doing and what they need to do so are we ready to prepare them for that i don't know but we have to get ready We have to get ready. We have to be able to have that conversation with the parents. We have to be able to open that line of communication with parents, and parents have to be ready and willing to listen to what is going on with their kids and stop thinking that their kids not doing anything wrong, that their kids are perfect, that their kids are angels. We're past all of that. We have kids who are are suicidal. We have kids who have mental issues who are wanting to harm other people. We have kids who are having mental breakdowns in fourth grade because they can't handle the pressure and the more pressure we put on them to do well in school and to do better and to do great and to do to to do this test and move forward in this and do this and do that that mental capacity is going to break them down so we have to we have to come together and find some solutions that are going to help our kids get to where they need to be and it's not to continue bombarding them with all of the wilds of what's going on in the educational system it's not about the finances it's not about the money we need to stop thinking about the the title one and the the federal grants and the, the money that's coming for our kids if we're not using it to help our kids better themselves and to get better and to be able to make it to the next level what good is it to have grants and money and putting it into the school if you don't have students in there who are capable to deal with it if you don't have students that are gonna be there to be able to to use the facilities and to use it. We have so many schools that are shutting down because of shootings in the school buildings, shootings on, on school campuses and schools are shutting down. They're losing money anyway. So why are we so worried about the money and being tied up in the money instead of worrying about our kids and their state of mind and their well-being and being able to make it to that next level? We've got to come up with a better solution, people. Post-pandemic, there's other issues that we need to be dealing with other than just them passing a, 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 a standardized test. It's more than the test. We have to make sure that they're stable mentally, physically, that they are stable, and that's what we need to start focusing on. I don't know if anyone else is having issues with this, but if you are, please put some comments in it. You know, let me know, drop some comments. If you hear this on any podcast, wherever you hear it, because podcasts are available everywhere on all platforms. If you see it on Facebook, chime in, make a comment. Let me know what you're thinking, how you're thinking. If you want to be a part of the podcast, if you want to be interviewed on the podcast about our students and where we are in the educational system, let me know. Hit me up. I would love to be able to talk to somebody. But for now, this is all I have to say about our post-pandemic and what's going on with our students. And if you want to, you want to hear more, please listen up for next week when we come back. And I thank you for listening to my podcast and you have been listening to Dr. Yvonne, the teacher that talks. We hope you've enjoyed Teacher Talk Tuesdays with Dr. Yvonne. Tune in next time for more incredible stories, struggles, and triumphs.